Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburg. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Mahler. Looking nice. I love that Twins hat. I'm a big fan of it. I don't know why nobody liked it. I thought it yeah, nobody, looks nice. Nobody liked it to the fact, I mean, to the point where they pulled them down off the shelves like on day one because people were complaining so much. I don't know. They got a bunch of Twitter buzz and like people were talking about the hat. So, I mean, that's something. But yeah, it, it is an ugly hat. I'll probably wear it this weekend. What's ugly so, about it? I mean, it just has too much stuff going on. There's Paul Bunyan's axe, though. I like that is a lot. Is that what we do with hats now? I thought that's what we did. We just loaded yeah, up you a just, bunch of crap. Yeah, you just throw a bunch of crap on it to see what sticks. But, yes, uh, I am looking good. I mean, you're right. I agree with you. We're already in agreement <laughs> on one one thing today. I don't know. We'll see how we feel about the. We we had a, a disagreement off the air by accident. I I forgot about your bets on the Bucks game. I did say, like, I hope we have seven games, basically, just so I have something to talk about Thursday. But, no. Bucks minus one and a half games would be good for you. Um, yesterday, like kind of again, a little bit of a light sports week. We're gonna get heavier into the Olympics. We're gonna get heavier into the NBA draft. Obviously, football's rolling around. There'll be more content there. But it does. It's kind of a weird in betweener week. I didn't bet on much yesterday. I bet some darts with some people. I thought I bet on women's water polo. That turns out doesn't happen for a few days. The Olympics technically does start tomorrow with some soccer and women's softball games will start. It's called in, in the Olympics. Day one is the, you know, the opening ceremonies. This is day negative two. It's almost like week zero with college football. So, and yes, John in the chat, RIP cam Akers. We'll see. Yeah. Henderson's ADP will fly up the charts and then there'll be a correction when they sign like the corpse of Todd Gurley or God. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson's out there. LaShawn McCoy. There's a bunch of veterans God, back. McCoy. These these guys always like find a home somehow, some way. Uh, baseball was goofy. Like, did you bet any baseball last night? You turn it on like every team was up ten nothing. I didn't. I didn't really understand what was going on. I should just bet overs apparently. Although I, somebody did put me on one under that came through in spades pretty easily. But yeah, it was a it was a light betting day. Mostly spent doing some Olympic research. And I mean, have you spent some time doing some? I, we talked a little. It sounds like yes, you have. But NBA draft research. It's that season. It is. We're going to talk a little bit more about that tomorrow, I think, or later in the week. I started going through, pulling together all the mock drafts. The draft is next Thursday. It's really kind of snuck up on me, frankly, a little bit. But we're finally close enough where things are starting to cement a little bit. You see some consistencies in reporting, which is nice. So started going kind of through everything, picking things apart. But we'll definitely have some more on that. I'm excited. I like all sorts of bets on that. We'll have a bet for who's to be the second pick, third pick, probably stuff like that. There's overs, there's unders, there's number of players that are freshmen and stuff like that, international yeah. players. We had some sort of goofy, we created a middle last year. It was like over a certain amount of Pac-10 players and this other guy to be under basically because he was the hinge player kind of thing. But we'll get creative. I, I like a little creativity. And Dan says Olympic softball starts tonight at 8 p.m. I might watch the Buck game over that, the Bucks game. I, I really think it might maybe i'll have it on the, on yeah. the previous panel or a, or a side screen we were talking dan and i earlier today about how we missed uh, the euros and stuff going on early in the morning you know there's some tennis but if if there is some of this if there's like really like 4 a.m women's soccer olympic soccer like i'll watch that so it'll be nice to have something early in the morning and yeah like i said buck suns game six 
CP3 versus Scott Foster tonight. Are you feeling better? But like, it's a dumb ref angle and whatever. But like, are you, well, you, are have, you feeling you have, a little better have, about that? You have contradicting ref angles because we know that Scott Foster both is someone they bring into extend series. Yes. Is also someone they bring in to destroy Chris Paul. So we've got yeah. two forces working against each other. Now maybe this is an opportunity. The NBA went, wait a second. We can extend the series, and people might think Scott Foster likes Chris Paul. So there's some of that going on, but I try to tuck that away and put that aside because these are human beings, and if we're talking about it, they're all aware of it. That probably means he'll behave. Who knows? You take a look at the line. You can see up on the screen right now, Suns minus five. There's some four and a halfs floating around. That number's kind of been binging, pinging back and forth between four and a half and five um, all morning as I've been watching it. The money line's pretty solid. The total um, hit 222 and a half, hit 221 and a half. has been floating right around 222. And that's my angle pregame, honestly. 222 is too high. I go back and look at these. I think we talked about one of the games. The total was right around 219 and a half. And I said, that's kind of where I have it. And as I look at this game, I have it at 219 before before I take into account, you know, we should see some regression. You know, the Bucks shot really well on the road, come home, even though they're at home and there's generally a positive regression there. I don't see how they do better than 57% from the field and 50% from three. I expect them to shoot well, but obviously not that well. You take a look at the Suns again, they're traveling on the road. They shot, I believe it was 55% and 52% or some goofy number. It was just outrageous. I expect that to come down, so we should see that slow down. And pace in closeout games is generally a little bit slower. In, when you get into these big moments here, I expect Phoenix to, if they get a lead, try to slow things down a little bit. I also expect Phoenix to try to expand the ball movement a little bit on offense. They've been very Booker-centric, which has been good for Booker, but not necessarily good for them lately. So I think we'll see some longer possessions from them, and I'm curious to see what they do defensively. Maybe they'll play a little bit more zone. Just think it's going to be a slower game tonight a little bit, you know, um, less of a, an up and down pace. And obviously I don't think they're going to both shoot over 50% from the field or both over 55% from the field, actually, Andy. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those, it just didn't regress during the game really, but it, it kind of probably should over the course of several games. I'm with you here under 222. Yeah. It's highest total it being a higher, you know, not by much. It's not like we had a five point adjustment, but being yeah. a higher total like this, compared to some of the other games in a closeout game does feel a little strange to me. So I don't know, maybe if this gets ruined, it's ruined by an S load of fouls late in the game. And then we can have something to complain about with these refs after all in the long run, we will have something to complain about, I guess. So I don't think there's going to be a blowout. That's the other way you lose a lot of these unders here, but yeah, I just, yeah, I think it's going to be close. It's going to be tight. You're right. Maybe we'll get some fouls here and, I'll continue. I'll finish my NBA year with just one more, one basket loss on a total. But I think now that I talked about it, hopefully under, I reverse jinxed it. <laughs> yeah, live under 236, live under 238, live under 241. Yeah, that was last game. Got to lift to like 245, I think. Continually smashing it. So, all right, well, we'll be watching, and I'll, I'll ride with you on the under. I think I, I need something to bet. And, yeah, Matt brings up in the chat the Sox Twins showdown. Maybe I'll have that on the radio, man. Baseball's tough to watch when your team's not any good. And nothing else matters. And the season's 200 games long, and it'll be a long time till we get to the playoffs. <laughs> and everybody's getting everybody's getting hurt. Yeah. Ah, so, uh, 3M getting closer. Top 20 bets did horrible last week. Not a single one of them. One was close, and it was a bigger number too. It really would have helped things out. But hitting two outrights, 
going six and two on the full tournament matchups and everything else that went right turned out. I mean, I still made an, a, a decent amount of money. It was, it was fine winning some outrights. The top twenties were a little bit of a hindrance, a little albatross around my neck, but a few guys, these were guys that were kind of borderline outrights. I didn't bet them outright. They were right there. As far as people I was looking at Keegan, Keegan and Doug Gim, the Gim Reaper kind of similar to me. Really good iron players, can't putt worth a shit. Very, very low in the field for putting. Um, getting them at plus 175 and plus 230. The putting might hold them back a little, but they're guys, it's gonna, it's gonna be an easy course. It's gonna be easy to putt on if they can get themselves in decent positions with the irons. These are definitely top 20 guys for me. Maverick McNeely, I had very high. I might still bet this man outright. I'm going to look and see now that some more numbers are popping up at a few places. The bookmaker numbers came out, and all four of my outrights I placed yesterday are lower prices. So I feel good about a market-making book having lower prices than what I bet at. That always makes me feel better than when I bet a guy at like 50 to 1, and then Chris opens him at 75 on Tuesday. Don't need that in my life. But uh, yeah, Maverick McNeely does a lot of things right, great off the tee. He's gaining a lot of opportunities and really doesn't. The, the weakest part of his game around the green, it's not going to matter here. Very downweighted, super downweighted for basically any of these courses on the garbage swing like this. And then Pat Perez a little struggle bus off the tee sometimes. That's why he's a bigger number. Shop this around. I looked at three or four different books and he was like plus 250 at one for this. And mm. another one uh, I found was plus 400. And I said, oh, well, that's much better. And then I go to the third book just because of the due diligence, plus 490. So this might, and this would, this is going to require a trip to Iowa this afternoon. I think this was fan duel plus 490, but I will be probably looking at him top 30, top 40 as well. Just kind of split that up because that was a bigger number than I was actually expecting on him. I'm very excited about the Pat Perez number. So for those, I'll have my day one head to heads tomorrow for this and maybe the kazoo. Who knows? That's what they're calling the the other tournament this week. The kazoo with a Love C. A kazoo. I think it's a hard C uh, in kazoo. I'll find out. I'm going to, I'm going to dig into that right now, but uh, I'll have day one matchups and then my blog out tomorrow for uh, everything, everything I'm going to bet for the three M all the things, all the stuff. All tennis stuff. is happening. Some of the stuff we bet yesterday has not happened yet. That's how this works. They're playing in Europe. So everything's going on right now during the morning. Gdania. I wanted to just say it. Cause I think I like I it. it I think it did. I think he did a good job. So I'll let you just keep doing that. Yeah, we have one bet from yesterday that hasn't started yet. Buxa in Palermo should be underway shortly. I think she's actually on the same court that Gorgward Silva was on. She just blew a 6-1 lead, and I think she was up a break in the second set. Andy, an unfortunate loss. We'll see if uh, Buxa can pick it up for us. And we've got Parisaz Diaz playing right now. I think she's in good shape. But for tomorrow morning, these will be early on the East Coast time. We're going to take a dog here, Anna Bondar, against Anna Karolina Shmedlova. And we're also going to take the total over. A lot of times, again, when you back the underdog, it's also a nice spot to back the total as those things are, are, are generally more correlated than you might think in tennis. 
it might be a comfortable win for Schmedlow, but that's not really what I'm expecting. As I start to look at this, I've got it at, you know, kind of a 7-5, 6-3, 7-5-6-4 kind of score line. And Bondar, I would have closer to, you know, plus 160, plus 165. So a nice edge for me on the plus 195. Going to put half a unit there and a full unit on the total. Again, the total, a little bit of a better edge for me, even though, I again, I'd have that probably, yeah. Maybe if I was hanging a plus 165, just to be a little conservative, plus 170. But really like that number on Bondar. And then Arena Maria Barra, we've got on her a few times. She's been nice for us. Um, you know, a tour veteran, someone who is really comfortable on clay, can be really confusing and, and bring a lot of challenges for younger players. Faces Christina Kokova. Kokova, again, a younger player, the exact kind of player that um, – generally loses to uh, just looking at it Kokova I think we're seeing just a little bit of an overreaction to what she's done lately versus Barra struggling a little bit but against better players so happy to back her here at minus 115 I have this one closer to minus 130 almost minus 135 myself so a few bets for us tomorrow morning nothing in Palermo right now again all that stuff's kind of happening I'll be sure to get that stuff out on Betsperts. make sure you follow me there Alex Christensen um, or on my Twitter at underscore noob. So a few bets for us in the morning. It's, you know, kind of a slow week in tennis, Andy, but we'll, we'll get through. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, it's, it's not going to get any faster as they're uh, going to slow down. There's going to be fewer matches as we go on. That's why hopefully some, yeah, not hopefully, there will be NBA draft stuff tomorrow. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have a few bets. We're going to have Olympic stuff with the Drew Dinsick on Thursday. I know him. We've been talking a lot of Olympics behind the scene. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't do much besides spend time on Olympics, but yeah, on tap this week Olympics. tonight with Pam approaching the green, we gave you some winners last week, probably going to do the same this week. Love me some three M open. Somebody did ask in the chat here quick. Cause I'm my ADD is throwing me off. Somebody asked about hammering Henderson over 505.5 rush yards. That's going to be low even if they bring someone in, even if they bring in a veteran, that. that's going to be really low. Like it's probably 200 yards low now, just based on the, the usage he's going to get. So if you do have that market up for Daryl Henderson, you can probably feel pretty safe about taking that over. Even if you wanted to come back in an under when it gets uh, adjusted over the next few hours, days, uh, back to the on tap Wednesday, we're going to, yeah, we're going to do NBA draft talk tomorrow. That's tomorrow on Brown Bag Bets. And then Drew and I will be doing Saints and Bucks on the deep dive at 8 p.m. And Thursday, right here on the Brown Bag Bets. It's, I throw a the. It's like you the did. Facebook movie. It's like the Facebook movie. Drop the the. Just call it Facebook. We're just going to call it Brown Bag Bets. We will have Drew. We wanted to do some Olympic stuff. We just don't have the bandwidth right now to do like a full deep dive, maybe next week. So we're just going to have a shorter conversation, discuss some of the metal markets, discuss some of the swimming markets, and honestly answer any questions, really. If you guys have any Olympic questions, throw them in the chat. But Drew will be yeah, here on Thursday, and, and then maybe, maybe even a baseball Friday. I don't know. Could be a fun week. We'll see. I think we can figure it out. Money in the break? Money in the bank might be happening. That guy looked homeless this morning. If anybody saw him on Twitter, <laughs> he needs to comb his hair. I'm going to give him a hard time about that again when we get off. Um, and as always, and time is running out. Time is of the essence of here. We have very few days left. I'm going to actually check with Reed on this. I'm not even giving these out forever. This is like a month-long thing. 
you're not you can't just get a tumbler it's not till the end of time this will end at some point but so definitely sign up for a win bet account especially football's right around the corner get signed up they actually have some pretty cool options for regular season win totals if you want to bet some exact total numbers there's some ways to math some stuff out create yourself some like ranges of win totals at some nice numbers so yeah. sign up for that and you can get yourself a yeti tumbler all the details at betsperts on twitter $500 risk-free bet. And yeah, we'll catch you tomorrow for NBA stuff. Alex is going to be leading the way on that. He knows a lot. Could I, well, we'll see how the game goes tonight. I'll either be very happy or maybe a little concerned. But we'll have draft stuff. Lots draft stuff for sure. Draft stuff.